Welcome to the Make Music Income Podcast with Stephen Bedall of the Production Music Academy and me, Eric Copeland of Make Music Income. In this podcast, we'll talk about our experiences in music licensing as music artists with online channels, our publishing and royalty incomes, and our combined over 40 years experience as music producers for hire. So let's get started with today's episode. Well, hey, everyone. I am so happy to be back here with Stephen Malen. Stephen has been on our channel before, and it was a very popular video as we talked about gaming music uh, for games, for all sorts of games, from anything from 2D gaming to uh, to Twitch, um, Twitch, uh, to um switch type mm. stuff to twitch type <laughs> stuff i'm sure i think twitch is probably a place uh that's actually a question i want to ask you is is about twitch and and gaming and how that works with all the music and stuff that's maybe a great you can question tell me we should i, I get that. that question all the time from game developers too yeah and yeah. uh and, and i guess youtube live too uh sometimes yeah. uh, if people are live streaming their 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 video playing but um, last time, and you can see that video right up here. Uh, I'll put that in the um, description above for that to drop down if you want to go and look at that video. And it'll also be in the description below if you want to go back and revisit the video that we did first, kind of introducing this whole world of music income from game music that is used. And you know, uh, Steve, why don't you just give us kind of an, an update of where you've been over the past, I guess it's been about six months or so or more since we uh, first broached this, this, what's been going on in your world. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Eric, for having me on. I'm so glad to be back. Uh, and I, I'm very, very honored and pleased to hear that our last chat was so interesting to other musicians and composers. Um, one of the number one conversations I have with songwriters and composers is obviously, how do I make a living? How do I make income from this? And the number one thing I keep telling people is video game music packs. Like that is it right now, especially yeah. for anyone wanting to become a game composer because it's so hard getting those first gigs. There, there, are, there are practical strategies to getting first gigs, but at the end of the day, it's, it's up in the air, right? It's based on your network. It's based on your relationships. And if they don't need music right now, then they don't need music. But what's so yeah. cool about this whole video game music pack world is it's all about you on your own time and your own schedule, make the music, you put it up as a product, and then it starts selling 24-7 while you're then focusing on the gigs. Um, so the, the big story, the big uh, beat since we last talked was um, in January of this year, 2022, I launched a membership group called Video Game Music Alliance. It started very small. It actually started um, as part of a Discord. Um, we still have that free Discord for anyone that wants to come join us, Video Game Music Alliance. Um, and, and pretty much that group cons consists of, uh, I guess, about six or 700 casual gamers, people that are really interested, maybe hobbyists, who want to become composers. But usually in that, in that demographic, it's a lot of people who just kind of do it for fun or they do it um, at the end of their workday. Um, but there's a select portion of them that really wanted to actually make a career out of this thing. And so I had this crazy idea. Okay, what if we focus and actually have a paid membership group that we can on a monthly basis and really practically on a weekly basis, what if we start diving into some of these top questions? And it all started off with business. It was all about 
How do I start getting the first gigs? How do I do contracts? How do I um, get paid? What should I charge? And all the things that everyone asks. And it, it turned into this amazing little community that started to grow every single month. And here we are, fast forward, it's been, I guess, seven months later, um, and now we're up to 50 people, and it's highly, nice. highly curated people who are all professionals. They're really trying to make a, a living doing this, mm-hmm. um, and it's been amazing. Uh, we now have monthly master classes, and we really focus on four things. Uh, we have these four pillars that we call it, which I believe you have to be a master of all four in order to have a successful career, a sustainable career. Um, and I actually talk about it in my book, Family First Composer, um, and it's something that really does lends, it, lends itself to this world as well. And it's the four pillars of composition, production, technology, and business. And so even though we started off really talking hardcore about the business side, what I'm learning is a lot of guys are coming in, they don't have the composition chops or they don't have the production or the technology skills. And so we do need to take a step back and, and make sure that we're focusing on where the needs are. Um, so I think over this last seven months, we've really started to become more well-rounded, um, and we're really hitting all four of those much stronger. And so inside there, you know, we have some courses, we have training, uh, but ultimately the goal is to have the accountability of, you know, we're, we're brothers in arms, sisters in arms that we all want to, we all have the same goal. We're trying to make a living doing this, supporting our family. So uh, it's been a wild ride so far and nothing but amazing things coming um, in the near future. And I'm, I can't be more excited. Very cool. Now, the Video Game Alliance, um, how does that work? Is that a monthly fee people pay? Um, and and what do they get uh, for that? We're going to get into kind of what, what really what the main thing we're talking about today is. But for now... Let's let me just ask a few questions that people might have about the Video Game Alliance. Um, it, it doesn't seem like that is a wildly like huge. It's not hundreds of people. It's fifty people, and so is there a um, uh, fee wise? Is is there something prohibitive that keeps people in, or are you that picky with the people? Oh both? man! Well, it's <laughs> one of those things that I learned early on in business in general that if you don't price appropriately, you'll never attract the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, so while it's not outlandishly expensive by any means, it's not cheap either. And we know that, and we know that it's important to keep a certain threshold that is relative to the amount of value that is being added. I'm a big, big fan of price should reflect value. What is the actual value inside? Um, so if you were to go to videogamemusicalliance.com, there's a whole write up, um, page about what's actually inside and there's a, a walkthrough video and all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. Uh, at the time of this recording right now, um, this is August 2022, and we're already somewhere hovering around the sixteen or $1,700 worth of value. So those are courses, mini courses, documents, resources, master classes, live Q&A calls, the whole thing. Okay. That is what everything, if, if sold separately, added together, that's what that cost is. So it's important for me to pick a percentage that the price reflects the value. And so, newsflash, the price will be increasing all the time until we hit that comfortable ceiling of okay, this is where you want to land for the for the yeah. you know, foreseeable future. Because every single month we're adding just tons of of new content, uh, but more than content. Because let's be honest, content is not the most important thing in the world. Um, the accountability portion is and the community. Once someone comes in, yeah. are we are we going to make friends? Are we going to like 
be brothers in arms? Are we going to actually like network with one another? Are there job opportunities? Are there discounts involved? Are there, um, is this really going to help me? Basically mm-hmm. is the question that everyone's asking. So, yeah. um, I think that's, that's a key component is keeping that value proposition, um, as attractive as possible. Sure. Um, so cool. So the video game Alliance is something people will check out and I will likely, um, uh, I'll put all the links down to all your sites, including your book, including your mm-hmm. uh, courses and things like that. That'll all be down below uh, in the YouTube uh, description. Um, so your courses, uh, tell me a little bit about what you have had up until now as far as courses that you offer. And are they part of the Video Game Alliance? Do the Video Game Alliance get the courses for free? Are they part of it in some way, discounted or something like that? Yeah, so we do sell every single one of our pieces of content a la carte. So you could grab any one of those if they're interesting to you, obviously at a way cheaper price than trying to jump into the pro group. Um, And the purpose of that is ultimately, when you join the pro group, you get access to all of it. But there's always going to be the guy or girl that they just need to learn that one thing. Like they really need to work on brushing up their website or they need to work on how to get more leads and more clients, or they really want to focus on the email marketing side or any number of things. And we've, we've already covered at the, at the time of this recording, 15, 20 different topics. So, um, we are wasting no time. We are turning this stuff up all the time. And, and, and one of my jobs is to constantly be curating, um, masterclass instructors. And so we're just, we're reaching out and getting absolutely A-class guys, uh, orchestrators and composers and finance guys. And like, we're really branching out. And um, it, it's been a super cool thing watching the amount of growth happen with, with the members. Awesome. And when does this Video Game Alliance meet? Is it a weekly meeting? Is it all, every day they can log in? Is there, a, is there a community type of section besides the Discord? Yeah, um, I consider it kind of like a Facebook group. It's just way better. So it's uh, essentially, it's a community, it's an online platform. um, And I made sure that Mighty Networks or something. It is, it is Mighty Networks. And so through that, I think people are familiar with that with people like Daniel in stock music licensing and and Stevie B with his production music academy. They both run through Mighty Networks. And so does Jesse with uh, Sync My Music. So I think people are are familiar with the Mighty Networks. And it's a great platform. Yeah, it's a great platform because it also has a mobile app. And for mm-hmm. me, that was a non-negotiable is to make sure that it could house really powerful course platform. It could house the community side of things. And mm-hmm. as needed, you could schedule Zoom calls and all sorts of things. Um, so structurally, people have access to it every single day to ask their top questions, to get music feedback, to access all the course materials. And then on the back end, actually have email sequences running so that when you join one of these courses, you actually are going to get... Um, a constant drip feed of the materials and the homework assignments to then post inside the group. So it's really, really well structured so that the people who join are going to get results unless they just don't do it ultimately. Um, And the whole purpose of that is to have focus on the one thing that matters the most. Um, Because what I don't want is people to come in who are overwhelmed to then get overwhelmed with too much to do and, and all of that. So we have it organized in a very simplistic way. Um, I always try to be simple in the way that I, I, I convey messages. And so I think that's, that's a key part of it too. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. Video Game Alliance, we'll have links to that below. And um, 
Let's now kind of segue to uh, something new that you've come up with here, and uh, it sounds very exciting, and we want everybody to know a little bit about this, and maybe you can tell me how uh, eventually how this um, this differs and or adds to or is connected with the Video Game Alliance, um, but you have a new course that you are very excited about, and that's what we're here to talk about today, and probably be with the name of this video. Um, and let's get to that. Tell us all about it. Yeah, so I have a new course called Seven Steps to Release Your First Video Game Music Pack. And it is very simple. Doesn't, make it, doesn't mean it's easy. It just means it's mm -hmm. simple. I've, I've taken this really complex, scary topic of creating, organizing, sellable music products and putting them on the four major music marketplaces for video games. And the whole purpose of this course is to walk you through, kind of hold your hand through this process, step one, step two, all the way to seven, so that you can share your progress along the way with the pro members. And, and in doing so, you're going to get the critique and the feedback you desperately need just in case if something is off or more importantly, if something could be improved you're gonna have that feedback throughout the process so that by the time you upload your music to these marketplaces, they actually get sold. They actually land sales. Um, and this is something I'm very passionate about because video game music packs are a relatively new source of income. It's a relatively new way to monetize music. And as I was saying earlier, this is something that you can work on every single day whenever you want to, as, as much or as little. And, and part of the way that I continue to make music packs is rejected tracks when I'm writing for custom gigs. It's the demo tracks that didn't quite make it. It's an idea I just had where I really wanted to write a certain genre of music, but it doesn't quite fit into anything I'm doing as a custom music composer. So I literally have a folder on my desktop that is constantly on a daily basis accruing new material. It doesn't really fit anywhere. And so what I do is I have regular updates or I just release new packs under new genres and these things sell. And I don't know if this is a forever thing. And, you know, as you and I talked last time, Eric, this is a relatively, it's a new frontier. It's the wild, wild west in the video game land where there's no regulation, there's no legislation. And so I can set my own prices for anything, which can be crazy I can sell something for 500 bucks or I can sell yeah. it for five. And the only true barometer of success is obviously the, the bottom line of, of how much you're making. But um, it's, it's such a, an amazing opportunity. I'm calling this a gold rush of video game music because never before have we seen such a thing. Because if you take a look at the sync licensing world, you go to Audio Jungle or Pond5 or Premium Beat, and they have set mm -hmm. prices based on the length, or they have a subscription model. And so ultimately, mm -hmm. you are completely captive by the market, right? And the way and the licensing and the, um, the requirements needed for a piece of music to be placed in those types of mediums, right? Film, mm -hmm. podcasts, um, broadcast media, essentially and radio, yeah. right? There's certain um, legal requirements you have to meet. But the thing about video games is it's all pervasive. There is no legislation. There is, there is no need for those rights. And so instead, you go through these marketplaces who have their own kind of blanket license going on. 
and it is different for each of the marketplaces. That's why a course like this is so helpful to help you walk through what is necessary. Um, but essentially, by putting your music up there, it's you can double dip. You can also use this same music, and you could sell it on Bandcamp if you wanted to. You could put it on Spotify. Um, Spotify. You can put it on you know through SoundDrop or DistroKid or whatever. You can, uh, you can have five. it. Um, that's where you might want to be careful. Okay, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. So, uh, well, let's go ahead and talk about the limitations and and, and I want to I want to unpack the music packs because most people watching this channel are familiar with music licensing. In other words, uh, Pond Five or Motion Array or whatever, where they yeah. upload songs one at a time up to these places. I don't know if there are any of the um, really the places that that you upload to like upon five or audio jungle or any of those places that allow you to upload well i guess they do have song packs on audio jungle and stuff like that but um let's talk a little bit about what a song pack is yeah so a, a vgm or a video music pack it's an album of any yeah. amount um but From what's funny what's funny though is 10 to a hundred or I think a tradition, yeah, I mean, traditionally it's been like 12, 15, 20 tracks. I would have said that a year ago, <laughs> but I made the bold move of releasing a 500 track pack back in October of last year, and it's done exceedingly well. And what's funny is because I kind of disrupted the market a little bit, um, now some other players have come in, they're, they're making a thousand track packs. Yeah, and and then they're on the opposite end of the spectrum. You have guys trying to come in there and and acting like it's a motion array, and they're selling mm -hmm. single tracks as a pack for ten dollars, fifteen dollars. And I don't know if it's going to be successful. And this is why I'm preaching from the rooftops. If you're going to do this at all in your career, jump on it right now because the rules are about to come. Someone's mm -hmm. going to come in there. Unity's going to figure it out. Unreal's going to yeah. figure it out. They're going to say, "Wait a second. Why is he getting a thousand sales at the fifteen dollars price mark, and this person over here is getting five sales at the five hundred? We got to find some kind of regulation to figure this thing out, or else we're going to lose customers." And and yeah. uh, the ability, we're we're kind of living in a weird time in this where they're technically free markets, and yeah. the market's going to decide what's going to happen. But we're also talking about large game developer companies, right? These are the engines that game, develop, game developers make their games in. They want a cut of the pie too. And so there's going to come a time where they start to f do something, right? Um, it, it can't last like this forever. It's going to, like the bubble's going to pop. The, the writing's on the wall. So mm -hmm. this is the time to get in while it's still early and still hot before something happens. Um, because as we know, with looking at social media or looking at these music licensing platforms, mm -hmm. it's the guys who get in early. Yeah, yeah. They always win. The guys who were doing Audio Jungle 10 years ago were making bank. Yes. And now you barely get a sale a month on mm -hmm. Audio Jungle. Um, and, and and that goes for all of the things. Motion Array last year was a cash cow for me. You know, it was mm. it was four or five hundred bucks a month easy. Now it's I'm lucky if it's a hundred, you know, because the way they changed their, their payout system and their download system. So now let's talk about how these work. You said you could put them on Spotify, you can put them on other things. You say you cannot put them on royalty-free sites like Upon Five or things like that. The same songs. That's a very or gray you, area. Okay. If you're going Why to is it do so gray, if you're going to do that, tread lightly. Um, 
because here here's my here's my answer. I like to create my own end user license agreement, EULA. Uh. I have gone out of my way to make one of those for all of the marketplaces that allow it. Asterisk. So I have to say this because not all of them want you to use an EULA, mm-hmm. but the fact that you go to my website, stevenmalin.com, and you'll see that I have this, you know, I'm, I'm promoting my game music packs, and then I give links to each of these marketplaces. And so I have my own EULA on my website, and that's what all of these things link to. But then you go to Unreal Engine, for example, they have their own, they have their own okay. license agreement. So if that license agreement combats with Pond 5s, for example, you're in trouble. Yeah. So you just, I, I can't say a blanket statement of, Yes, you can upload this and here. And I haven't looked through all those contracts to make sure that that's good. So my general approach is streaming's good. Streaming's fine because no one owns those tracks to be used. And it's a different kind of royalty. It's a mechanical royalty. Exactly. Exactly. So even that is teetering on gray, right? So Mm -hmm. you just got to be careful. Um, But uh, you and I were talking before the show that... um, one of the top questions I get from game developers, so the, the very people who are about to buy my music packs or they've already bought it, they reach out all the time through email and they ask, hey, wait a second, before I buy this or I just bought this, can I put this on YouTube? Like, can I put this or what happens when I release my game and, you know, it's a commercial game, they're making money and, and some let's play YouTuber or Twitch streamer, mm-hmm. they start you know, playing the game and that music comes up, is it going to get flagged and copyrighted and content ID? Are my users as the game developer, are my users going to get flagged and, and, and strikes and all these, right? Um, The good news is I have made sure that I, if I release my music with sound drop in particular, which, you know, goes to Spotify and YouTube and everything. um, I make sure that that content ID box is not checked. It is checked okay. by default. The whole purpose of that is obviously when when our music gets placed in social media posts and in YouTube, etc., um, they want to protect our music. They want us to protect the yeah. rights, and so they will flag them and and, mm. and issue strike downs. So it's important if you're going to go that route of kind of the gray territory, you make sure that um, you have not checked that content ID box. Um, or gotten involved with an identify or exactly. an ad rev or someplace like that. So do not use content ID. This is a world where content ID can't be used. And yeah. that will make the decision for most people who who say, can I put the same stuff on Pond5 yeah. and Motion Array and all that stuff where they are definitely wanting content ID because in the yeah. stock world, at least, the uh, content ID has become the BMI of uh, or ASCAP of that world where there is a back end now in stock music. So that if, yeah, you may have only gotten a $5 fee for someone downloading your song off Pond5, but it got on some video like mine is now that's got 700 approaching a a million uh, views on YouTube and I'm getting, they didn't monetize it. So I'm getting paid from, Mm. uh, from content ID for that. But this this is different because you've got you could have hundreds, if not thousands, or tens of thousands of of Twitcher Twitchers or whatever they call themselves, uh, and, and you know stream and and YouTube uh, streamers streaming these games yeah. that have your song on it, and uh, if that came popped up every time and 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 uh, content ID came up, 
and there was um yeah there was a problem i i yeah, I, they would have to, then they couldn't monetize their streams and yep. those streamers would not be happy if they can't monetize their streams. That is that is one of the core reasons why I personally, because I'm so deep into the video game space, I've made a conscious decision to separate those music tracks. I just don't want to deal mm-hmm. with it. Um, it's all front very, end. That, then, and even basically. very, very little of the music that I do have in the packs is on streaming. I stopped doing that a while ago just out of a caution um, for those same reasons, there's it's gray. It's gray. It's gray territory. Uh, now the packs decisions, are you know. the packs are basically stock music for anybody making games, right? Yes. So it is. They can use it, it is for a non-exclusive, royalty-free piece of music. They can use any of it, all of it. Um, and each site has its own very small nuances, but essentially, you can use it in the game, or you could use it for an ad, for a trailer, et cetera. But of course, they're buying it knowing that um, they are <laughs> great territory, right? They, what does that mean, right? Because uh, if we're talking about sync licensing, like these are not supposed to be used for sync licensing purposes. Uh, this shouldn't be used by EA Games, basically. Yeah, and you, but you see the, the writing on the wall. Just well, I mean, the, it's these not very much conversations, different. it's like something, someone's going to step in and make the rules eventually. Well, it's not really any different than somebody from NBC for a TV show using something they got off Pond 5. Um, there is a that's broadcast exactly right. license you can buy that's more than the $10 that the person's selling the song for for someone's YouTube video where they have to pay $100 or $500 to use yeah. it for a broadcast use. And um, that's just the way that stock works. In this case, likely if a EA Games found your, uh, an EA Games won't be coming and buying these packs probably <laughs> off things. I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they do. I don't, I don't know Doubt if they it. do. But I would imagine if any of a song that you or any of the people that you teach how to do this got into the, the ears of an EA Games person, they would likely contact you directly and say, yeah. okay, we'd like to, to either use this, buy out this video pack for $10,000 or whatever mm-hmm. and not allow it or used or, or hire you to do the better, better answer yes. here yeah. is that they would get in touch with you and say, I want to hire you to create music for our videos based on what we heard in your music pack. Yeah. And I would venture to say 99.9%, right. Of the users of the customers of these stores, they're indie developers who have a hundred bucks in their pocket maybe yeah. 500 bucks in their pocket. And they're, they want the best possible music, but they are willing that this music has been used in other games before so that they can have the best quality. All right, it's exactly, it, it operates the same way as, as stock licensing. Um, but you have to know who your target market is. Um, I don't imagine, at least in the time that I've done this, I've never once been contacted by one of these customers to say, hey, now that I've bought your music and I have 500 plus tracks, um, now will you custom score my game? It doesn't mm-hmm. quite work like that. Um, all of my custom score game gigs have still come from personal relationships, the good old fashioned networking and relationships. And, um, and they're not paying $500, they're paying 5,000 or way mm-hmm. higher, right? They're, mm-hmm. th- these are the guys with the budgets. So it's um, two different markets. And, and that's why I genuinely call this a passive income source because it's you make it, you put it up, and you just release to the winds. Because okay. in this case, these four marketplaces are going to do a lot of the heavy lifting for you. Yeah. By bringing users. 
Um, a couple more questions here. Uh, first of all, let's let's get to the good stuff. Um, you've you you offer this course for a certain amount, and we'll talk about what that 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 deal that you have the deal that you have for the for the this this particular course right here in a minute. But uh, let's talk about your income since uh, you were telling me before we got on air what your income was from these four. Uh, stores, and we haven't really talked about it, but um, I've showed it on the I've showed I'll have showed it on the screen uh, as we're talking in this video. But uh, from these four um, major marketplaces, which is Unity Asset Store, Unreal Marketplace, Game Dev Market, and Itch.io, talk about what you've made in the past. I don't know what's what's your what's your takeaway income wise this year and stuff? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, so in the last nine months, and I picked that number because that's when I released um, my larger pack, the 500 plus right. pack called Game Music Treasury. I launched that in October, 2021. Since then, I've made $35,000 in sales, um, which wow. kind of blew my mind a little bit because um, mm -hmm. I've done um, I've done a lot of licensing, stock licensing before. I've done you know TV licensing, music libraries have done the whole thing and and similar to what you were talking about earlier it's like yeah it's a pretty comfortable two three four five hundred bucks a month but it's not ten thousand fifteen thousand twenty thousand it's like what what are these numbers i'm seeing like it's who is buying this and why so that yeah. at, that roughly is about a thousand sales mm -hmm. um maybe it's more like 1100 1200 but in general that's about where that lands and, and um, not all of those sales were the five hundred dollar one right or not or all are, but they weren't all but i i will say the vast majority were cool. and which has been a, a lesson all by itself that the big packs sell way better than the small packs mm -hmm. they just do it's a value very very valuable proposition right to pay yeah let's say 500 dollars for 500 tracks is a dollar a track and so from a game developer's perspective oh my gosh this will take care of my next two or three games right for the next mm -hmm. several years that's a worthy investment and they're not buying that thing at full price no one does in fact, I almost get no sales when things are not discounted. That's a world of discounts. And so typically it's 50% off. And so for $249 or at cheaper price points, if it's $50, $100, whatever, they're going to eat that stuff up um, mm -hmm. to the tune of literally over 1,000 sales. So it's one of those things that it is certainly a marketing play um, on the way that you package things. And, and that is why I've made this course because it's all about how do you position your music as a sellable product in this marketplace? Who is yeah. your client? It's a it's the game developer with a hundred bucks in his pocket. You need to talk to him, the guy who yeah. needs quality but doesn't have, well, doesn't have the money. So who? How do you serve them? This is how you do that. Yeah, and it's it's a pretty in depth course. I'm sitting here looking at it right now with. Uh, you know, step one, market research and product creation strategy, talking about how to plan the, the, the pack, uh, finishing the pack, how to create music loops, which is very important for for all kinds of music, but certainly for, for gaming. Uh, step three, organize your music tracks into a sellable product. This, I think, is the thing that probably stops most people because they have to actually organize it all and do all that work and uh, figure out how to name everything and convert everything to the right format and all that kind of stuff. You get into how to prepare the music plaques for the the, the marketplaces individually. I, it looks yeah. like you talk about all of of you know this, how to do this, like Unity Asset Store and 
Yeah, I, and I, just, I mean, you're getting really into detail about all of these things here. If I can make a note about that, uh, it's kind of funny because now at the time of this recording, we're in August. So I recorded this in July, literally like three weeks ago, I recorded the oh. dang course. And then the day after I released it, the rules changed. Of this course. is the world we're living in. The yep. entire Unity upload process literally changed the next day. So I made another video. Yeah, it's already updated. <laughs> um, and up, I put that in there August. just to say, hey, th these portions of this video, <laughs> right? These portions of this video are still valid. But here, here's the new stuff. So this is just the world we're living in. It's literally changing what feels like on a daily basis. That's so the number <laughs> one reason why I didn't do a video course for my ebook that I put out recently about stock music because yeah. every month one of the, the markets yeah. changes. And yeah. I said, you know, I'm just, I, this is going to be easier to update as a cheap ebook rather than a course because I'd be, I'd be shooting new video every <laughs> week for that yeah. thing. So. Um, yeah. yeah, and then talking about how to create sampler packs, how to create custom artwork, submit to all the, I love it that I, each one of these step-by-step -step submission process to Unity Asset Store, Unreal Marketplace, Game Dev Market, itch.io. I think that's that's fantastic. And so I see you have another course uh, called Secrets of Video Game Music Business. I, I take it that's more of a general type of course uh, yes. in comparison to this um, one? Yes, definitely. This is uh, The seven steps is, is far more um, of, a, of a further niched down um, the secrets of the video game music business course is our, I call that our flagship course because that is every new member who comes into the pro group. That's what they start. It's a 10 gotcha. step process of what does it actually look like? The 10 business steps to create a brand, a marketing strategy for yourself as a game music composer. And it walks through all of those things about how to attract your ideal game developer clients, how to actually mm -hmm. work with them contracting and all of the questions people have it's just it's it's laid out in a very uh, on a week by week basis um, and the purpose of that is the first 10 weeks someone joins the group i don't want them to be overwhelmed and, and i literally tell them in the beginning of that that course don't look at anything else i know that there's there's shiny objects all <laughs> over the place like if, if you can get this down if you can have your website and your social presence and a marketing strategy and your email sequences and a lead magnet which it sounds complicated if you've never done those things right it's it's laid out in a very linear format so that like don't focus on all the noise that's happening around you do this and you will see some success and then as as we, your time opens up and you feel more comfortable you know you've got your questions asked and everything okay cool now you can start exploring how to become a better composer, how to enhance the things that you've already started. But a lot of those advanced techniques and, and skills, they're worthless to a beginner. You, you have yeah. to have the essentials, got to have that foundation before you, you grow. Right. Do you want to talk a little bit about the cost of this and what you're offering today for the people who are watching this video? Sure. Um, so just for you guys, uh, for listening into this video, I have an exclusive deal just for you guys. Um, so it's actually a 20% off discount when you use the code 20 off. So two zero OFF, uh, <laughs> when you use that coupon code at checkout and that link uh, will be in the description as well, direct link to that. Um, so it knocks off 20% off the course. And in addition to that, um, something I want to do for you guys is it will also give you a $400 discount off of our annual pro membership. Oh. So that's about half off. Uh, and the yeah. purpose behind that. Um, is I've seen a lot of people come in and 
they drop off after like two or three months. And it makes me, it breaks my heart because these are people who, if they, if they had stuck with it, they would have seen the results. And I see that a lot in in memberships in general, that people, they jump in, they're excited, and then they just lose steam. Or music in general. happened, Um, you know? I just gave a speech to my class that I teach on the very last day of class a few days ago. And I, I, I drive home this message. Keep working on the music. Keep doing music. You can get a wild hair and say, oh, I'm going to release video game music packs. And then you get about halfway through it and go, yes. mm, I think I'm going to go uh, do some basket weaving now. Yes. Um, and, and you have to be focused. The people who make $35,000 in nine months don't make that by messing around with it for a few weeks and then yes. moving on to something else. They make it by continually making music and making music income because they continually make it. I continually have clients come back to me after 10 or 20 years because they say, are you still doing music? And I say, yes. Mm-hmm. I had a client just yesterday come and say, can you do artwork for me for my project? And are you available? Yes, I'm available. You have to be available, but you have to do the work and keep doing the work yes. and never stop doing the work. That's just a we could talk about that for a very long time. Yeah. But what um, I've noticed is within the group and even in my private coaching, the people who commit to a year of something, I mean, think of college, right? When you, when you yeah. commit to 12 months of something, yeah. your brain goes into a very different space. It's mm-hmm. no longer, I'm going to quit in a month. I'm going to quit in two months when, once I do one step. No, no, no. Yeah. After 12 months, it, you're giving yourself permission to actually do the work and hold yourself accountable. So that's why, that's why I'm offering this because I want to make it easy for people to sign up for a 12-month commitment to something, if they're serious, of course, and to give themselves the permission to actually get the junk done. The people yeah. who are annual members, you can look at the stats, the analytics of who completes the courses, who does the homework, who gets the results are the people who commit to the annual membership, not the monthly guys. Right. And it's that's a fact. I have the stats to, to back that up. Yeah. So that's... Uh, that is what it's all about for me is getting people committed to something. If it's, if you're serious and then let's go, I'm going to help you do it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's about all the questions I had for you, Steve today. Thank you so much for giving us all this information and uh, make sure that you go and check out seven steps to release your first video game music pack. And any last words, Stephen, that you want to say before we sign off here? I'll just, I'll just encourage everybody that, yes, you can do this. That even if this is scary and unknown territory, take your time, but always be moving forward. And that's what you were just saying, right? Yeah. It's good to have focus and clarity, but I think the number one thing lacking, especially in my generation, I'm in my early 30s. People in my generation, the millennial generation, really, really stink at um, being consistent. We really stink at sticking to something for a long period of time. And Eric, I know that you and your career, your entire career is a success story because of consistency over a long period of time. And I think whether or not you choose to do this, whatever you do in your music career, stick to it for a long period of time, and then you can expect to see some real results. Yeah, you just have to keep doing it. You have to keep doing it and find the thing that works for you. And video game music might be that thing that works for you. It might be your niche. And everybody has to find that. Some people are going to find it in 
being a live performer. Some people are going to find it in sync or stock licensing of some kind. Some people are going to find it in publishing. And some people like yourself and, and your students are finding it in video game music. And I think that is just, uh, uh, it's such a, like you said, it's a wild west. Yeah. You better jump in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's This isn't uh, stock music. 10 years ago, this is video game music now that is only continuing to increase. So uh, I'm not doing this myself just because I I don't have another thing to add to my life right now. Just can't do it. But I see that I go to these libraries and I see the possibilities. I still have thoughts about putting some piano music up. And I know that is a popular Mm -hmm. uh, type of music. And so uh, there's also other things that I look at like beat selling beats and things like that and i just i'm thinking i i just don't know if i have the bandwidth to put more yeah. things out there but uh all of these things is things i want people on this channel to know about so thanks so much again for coming on this channel everybody go look at seven steps to release your video game music pack and and think seriously look through his material he also has great youtube channel content that he uh, puts out all the time and you can go be part of that be part of his uh, do all of these things. Be part of the of the of the of of the team of the Video Game Alliance, and and uh, especially if you are a gamer and you are a musician, this is right up your alley. This is, the, I mean, you can be involved. I, get, I meet so many students that said, "Man, if I could just work for EA," you know, we have an EA Sports here in Orlando, mm-hmm. uh, a, a, a branch of it here, and they all say, "Man, I just want to go work in, in music at EA Sports." Well. That's fine, EA Games, but uh, it, this is this is the same thing. If you love gaming, you love music making. This is, this is the, the best. This is the next logical step because there's no gatekeeper. You yep. are the gatekeeper. If you do the work and put it out there, it will get sold. Yeah, cool. All right, Stephen, thank you so much. I will put all of the links below, and remember, you get a twenty percent discount uh, if you use the link below down here and use uh, the code that we will put in there. And thanks so much for watching everybody. And thanks again, Stephen, for being part of another great video. I think this is really going to be interesting to people and uh, love to talk about this. So thanks so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. Just a reminder to check out makemusicincome.com and productionmusicacademy.com. And you can find us both on YouTube as well. We both post regular content there. You can find me at Stevie B Production Music Academy. And Eric's channel is called Make Music Income. We'd love to see you there. Feel free to like, share, and subscribe to our content. Also, feel free to join us in the Make Music Income Discord server. Lots of great conversation going on in there, and you can share your work and connect with other like-minded folks. It's a great community. So thanks again, and we'll see you in the next episode. Take care.